Welcome to The Immigrant's Way with immigration attorney Margaret W. Wong. She came to America in 1969 and worked in various jobs while pursuing her education. After graduating from law school and being fired three or four times, she started her own law firm in 1977 with one desk and no secretary. In 40 years, she has built her immigration law practice into one of the largest in the United States. This podcast is her opportunity to help you achieve your American dream. She will be breaking down complex immigration law topics week by week. Follow her on social media at Margaret W. Wong and Associates for tips, news, and inspirational immigrant stories. Enjoy! Hey, good morning. My name is Margaret Wong, and here I am again to uh, tell you about the immigration world and for people, the cultures, the laws for people like me who are foreign born. Um, And the reason why I didn't talk to you the last few days is because I went to meet my first grandniece in Minnesota in our Chinese culture. People like me who came, who are born in 1950, who came to America in 1969, that's a very much one of the first generation Chinese that came to America. The earlier generation probably came from Shanghai. Uh, the people who went to St. John's, they all came as protégés of um, ministers of the of the uh, Christian uh you know, Catholic priests or Christian people who went to talk about religion in China. And um, and most of the kids, actually Sun Yat-sen, the founder of China, studied uh, out west. The Song sisters, the three, um, they also studied in the west, in the Wellesley. So one loved power, one loved money, and one became very, very red and lived in China. So that's, a, and the, the book is called Song Dynasty, but they have, these are very, very famous sisters. So of course, they have, that's an older generation than me. So I'm the generation that came in 1960s from Hong Kong. And most people like me who are born in Hong Kong were from parents who ran away from China during the Civil War, the Mao Zedong Civil War, who came to China, Hong Kong in 1948, 49. Some of them went to Taiwan who followed uh, Chiang Kai-shek and who was married to one of the Song sisters, actually. So there's really a lot of interesting stories about people like us. In fact, I don't know if you know Irene Chan, the writer who wrote Rape of Nanjing. Um, it, that rape was never talked about because of the Japanese, the Korean. Um, the, the, it's such a shame for us Chinese people until she wrote about it and she subsequently committed suicide. So. The reason why I went to Minnesota is I'm the first daughter of the first daughter of the first wife who is a very of the f- husband who is a very famous uh, Chinese publisher in, in China, um, a writer, a publisher, and also studied in Japan. So most of the very educated people in the past maybe 100 years, they all, they all studied out in Russia, in Japan, uh, in America. So we have a lot of Western influence because China at one time, you have to remember, is very close cultured. So I went there because my I brought my little sister, Cecilia. Cecilia and I brought Rose and Rose brought George. And now Rose's daughter, who went to Dartmouth, I, only in America you have a first generation child who managed, who could go to um 
Ivy League schools only in America, in China and Hong Kong that are very, very difficult. I mean, you always have multi-billionaires, multi-billionaires who were immigrants, but in Amer only in America. So she gave birth to her first child. So, and my own son, Stephen, also gave birth. So I was in Minneapolis representing our whole family to give the baby luck. That's very much our culture because I am the oldest and I'm the first one that came in. Today I have two points to talk to you. Number one, that there is a policy alert that came in on December 13th of 2019 talking about bad ads, unlawful ads, unlawful ads. You do not need to be picked up by the police, investigated by the police. Uh, you don't need to be charged with a criminal or civil or even um, anything. You just have to admit that, yes, I've committed unlawful acts, like I ran a red light, I was never caught, I stole some candies from my mother, um, I was never caught. That is considered that may be considered a conditional bar for good moral character for benefits from CIS. As I said last time, CIS is one portion of the three portion of, I, of uh, Homeland Security. So CIS now can look at um, unlawful acts and say, well, you sold candies, you admitted to it. In the five years of becoming a citizen, you may not you could not become a citizen because you committed unlawful acts. I mean, I thought that's very interesting. In the in the policy alert, there's actually 10 pages defining what is non, what is GMC, uh, good moral character. For example, voting, of course we cannot vote. Green card people cannot vote. Only American citizens can vote. Um, stuff like that. I thought that's very interesting. That's the first thing I wanna talk about. The second thing I wanna talk about is I got a question in this morning's uh, radio show and they asked a very good question. A lot of people from Central America because their parents or their grandparents came from Spain um, or Portugal, they could actually apply for a Spanish passport or Portuguese passport. The reason why they do it a lot of times is because, for example, um, some countries cannot do an e-visa. Now, because they got that passport through the grandparents or their parents, they can do an e-visa, they can come to America on ESTA, which means that they don't have to apply for a visa. So for example, an American person wants to visit China. If it's less than, no, but I think China, you need a visa. Let's assume you want to visit Hong Kong. All right, until it changed, you don't really need a visa if it's three or five days. Like, so um, some countries, because of reciprocity, you don't need a visa. Other countries, you need a visa. But if you get a Spanish passport, you can come to America on a 90-day visa, what we call ESTA, E-S-T-A, or what we call the visa waiver. You spend like $12, you get your fingerprint, and for two years, you can just come back and forth, back and forth on multiple visa. So with that, uh, quite a few people, quite a lot of people could get like Romanians, they can get a Hungarian passport and come to America because uh, Hungarians can come on ESTA. Uh, Japanese people can come on ESTA, but Hong Kong people cannot come on ESTA. Okay, so these are my two points. Enjoy your day, enjoy your holidays, and I will be in touch. Again, this is Margaret Wong, W-O-N-G. I'm a practicing immigration lawyer. I want to share my world with you uh, to let you know people like us, how we feel, how we act, what laws impact us, and how the world is becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Immigrant's Way. We hope it was helpful. Get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or our website, imwong.com, and let us know if we can help you with your immigration needs. Until next time. Thank you.